Okay, this is a Saucer Afterlife listener feedback thing about our episode on Shoichi Harakawa. The first of our episodes on Shoichi Harakawa. So, let's see what you had to say. Uh, Kirk on uh, Patreon says, I don't find it entirely surprising that Kubota would have to concede that there is no life on other planets of the solar system. Yet it would not surprise me if Adamski had never made such an admission, as the first soil samples from Venus were not obtained until well after his death. But how do Kubota and other Adamski followers account for the disconnect between the Space Brothers' claims and the scientific evidence? If I were them, I would probably frame it in terms of the Space Brothers having told Adamski a white lie for the benefit of mankind. So far, though, all I've seen are general claims that NASA are not telling us the whole truth about what's out there. But unless they're arguing that the silence group knows of ongoing civilizations outside of Earth but within our solar system, it's not enough to defend Adamski's veracity. So this is an interesting observation because, yeah, and, and show um, the um, Kubota's explanation in the Shoichi Harakawa article was kind of confusing. He sort of acknowledges what the scientists have said, but still sort of doubles down on Adamski being correct in a weird sort of way. And honestly, I haven't seen much besides those NASA's covering it up sort of explanations. The one explanation I could find that was sort of more interesting than that is from Cosmic Ray. Uh, remember Cosmic Ray? He appeared briefly, um, ignominiously in our episode on the Mitchell sisters. And he argues that Venus actually contains interdimensional portals. And so the Venus that our probes have probed and um, the evidence they've gotten is from one dimension within Venus and the space brothers are from another Venusian dimensional plane, which is, you know, bonkers, but, um, it's, it's better than, oh, NASA lied. Uh, one thing that I have seen are some stories from a couple years ago, I think, that there was a possibility that some sort of life form could possibly exist within Venus's atmosphere itself, not on the surface, but within the atmosphere. So I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of space brother friendly theory evolves out of that. Steve says three things. One, you may have commented on this before, but I find it interesting that a lot of contact people report Caucasian aliens. Even one who is Japanese sees other Japanese people, but they're immigrants colonizing the space people. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that that white folks in the 50s would, you know, see other humanoid beings from space as being other white folks. Right. But I think. I don't know. I'm not sure if colonizing is the, the right word, but it's a, it's a good word for it that sort of the American view of what space brothers or space sisters look like uh, becomes sort of the dominant global view so that even people in other places don't see people that look like people from their place. Um, they see people who look like George Adamski's space brothers. So it's sort of the McDonaldization of the space people, perhaps. Uh, next, maybe Adamski wasn't saying the Soviets were the good guys. Do you think it could be reverse psychology in order to get Americans to be less hostile to it? Like, people, are we going to let the Ruskies win? I like that. I like the idea that, you know, maybe if we weren't trying to shoot down the flying saucers, the space people would have helped us with the satellite. Maybe we should change our policy. Um, yeah, maybe I I could see that. I, yeah, I could absolutely see that. I don't uh, 
I don't necessarily disagree with that. And finally from Steve, would you consider a Project UFO episode? It's a TV show based on a real it's a TV show but based on real stories. 11-year-old me insists I ask. Episodes are on YouTube. Yes, it's um it's the Dragnet of Flying Saucers. Um complete with, you know, being produced by Jack Webb and everything. I've seen some episodes and I think it would be fun to I don't know, maybe I'll I'll watch one of those on um, YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or all three. And uh, you can watch along as I watch along and see the expressions on my face as I try to figure things out. Sounds like a good idea. And Lester writes, I can't help wondering if the space aliens meaning Harakawa still have saucers shaped like 1950s hubcaps. I certainly hope that when if space aliens land on the White House lawn, they have spaceships that look like 50s hubcaps. Don't you? Yes, I do. I The only spaceship i'm interested in seeing in real life is one that looks like a hubcap with some light bulbs underneath it that, that's really the only one i'm interested in seeing i i have no desire to see anything else lester also says that he is looking forward to um our discussion of william dudley pelly and uh proto-fascist assumptions some ufologists have yeah this is a good point to sort of lay out what's coming in the following weeks and months here on the show uh, our next regular episode is going to be about some of the um, magazines or newsletters produced by alan greenfield during the 1970s um, i think we're going to look at some 70s stuff and then i had a couple options for where to go next with episodes and i put them up in a poll on the chizo media patreon and the patrons have chosen that Morris K. Jessup slash the Philadelphia Experiment slash the Montauk Project is going to be what comes after the zine scene. And then after that, we're going to have William Dudley Pelly. Now, the Jessup Philadelphia Montauk stuff is probably going to be uh, at least two episodes, probably two. Um, two? Yeah, probably. So um, then Pelly. Then um, one of the works of the mysterious Branton and Serpo. And the Exeter, New Hampshire incident and um, oh, some f- some other stuff. We've got a lot of stuff coming in, uh, in the coming months. So uh, stay tuned and be excited or, you know, just be curious. Anyway, that's all I have for now. Um, we'll be back next week with, um, with Alan Greenfield and his newsletter or magazine, The Parahufologist, which is a great name for a ufology or a paranormal magazine or newsletter that's all i have and until next time so long for now